When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. for a really great future. We're talking real money. Just just a little over a week. Just a little over a week and a fraction of our long national nightmare known as 2020 will be over. At least the elections will be over. Pandemic lives on. Pandemic yeah, lives that's... on. Oh my yeah. gosh. The, this is the hey, hey, I mean, we got a warning from the from like the White House to Florida where I live, by the way, saying, "Uh, Guess what? Florida gonna get bad again. Batting down the hatches. Not. And excited. what have they done about it? Yeah. He, okay. No, the governor of Florida actually suppressed the notice. He did, it's like I don't want to tell everybody. Don't just not panic. a week before the election. Don't no, just want panic. To we don't want him to panic. Uh, hi, everybody. Don here. Tom there. Talking real money is the name of the program that we uh, we put together for you every week. Well, if you can call what we do putting it together, we. We wing it for two hours, and you're invited to be our wing people by calling us. You can wing it with us at wow, 855-935-TALK. Well, they wing it, too. Do you think that people rehearse their calls before they come on? No, probably about as much rehearsal as this show gets. Yeah, uh, they're let me winging mention the it. number again, though. Nope. 855-935-TALK. Oh, I forgot. Tom is practicing because on the 14th, he's going to be soloing. I've already been practicing show. that one, yeah, yeah, right. He's gonna solo. He's gonna go wing it by himself. That's only like three weeks away. Something four weeks away. The fourteenth. Four. Yeah, it's coming up. Three weeks, I think. I don't know. All so, I know anyway. is that it just keeps going fast. The longer I'm stuck in my house doing nothing but work and staring at a television, the faster everything seems to move. It's just like whoosh. I'm gonna be dead before I know it. I need to have some fun. So let's right. do it well, on the show. That's why you're here. Shall we do it? Yeah. All right. 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. And apparently, I am not the only one sitting in quarantine going, I need a change of pace. I need something new. Um, uh, According to an article in the Wall Street Journal today, apparently old people are now, be- not just young people, old people are becoming crazed day traders a day trader is someone who tries to trade on a trend tries to find a stock gets up in the morning and says time to sell this and buy this you may remember this was a big deal i think in the late 1990s right Mm -hmm. oh it was hard yeah big big deal people making a lot of money and then people losing a lot of money and that's the part we would prefer you not do I would prefer you not do this at all, but uh, but if, if your parents or grandparents are doing this, what do we tell them, Don? <laughs> what have you lost? Hey, Granny, knock yeah. it off. All right. You know, next step, next step, I'm getting you checked for dementia. There you go. Because this no, is I'm get, actually... I'm going to drop you off at that place over there. That's this is, this is crazy talk, folks. This is crazy talk. This are, In this article, this, cup, this, this writer's parents, was it parents? Yeah, it was parents. Yes, parents. They... Would they get up every morning? 
all excited for a new day of buying stuff that's already gone up a lot, like Tesla or Apple. Or maybe Zoom. Or Zoom. Yeah, they love Zoom. Because here's what they love. Zoom will always go up. This is this is their thinking. Zoom will always go up. Is that the way? And they're reading the, they're reading the headlines. They're watching the shows. They're they're tuned into what's going on in the world and trading based on that. And um, now that here's the the good news is I think I read later on. Yeah. The the writer who we will not mention her name writes for the Wall Street Journal. She said her mom only has about twenty percent of her wealth in day trading, and her dad only has about ten. So this is okay. all of their money. Are you protecting her anonymity? She's a writer for the Wall Street Journal. <laughs> I'm trying to be kind here. She's a writer um, for the Wall. If I could go well, get no, okay. a Wall Street Journal, I'd find her name. It's weird though because in the article it says, "Yeah, uh, the Wall Street Journal. Uh, she's never discussed money with the Wall with her parents because the newsroom has strict rules about journalists in- investing activities, and I don't dispense advice about markets." Okay, okay I they think have that's strict a rules about that's investing different. activities. Yes, right. Yeah, Did, but they but didn't say not, that they didn't have a rule about advice. She just said she doesn't do it. Which is actually okay, a enough. really good rule of thumb for any of us in the business because I am so tired. I got a, I got a friend who comes over and watches football games with me. Very well known person, you know, really big, yep. been around for a long time. Every time he comes over, well, what's the market going to do? And I go, Jim, how many times do I have to tell you neither I nor anyone else has a clue? Well, you're in the business, aren't you? It doesn't mean I'm <laughs> psychic. And coming up, we're going to tell you a story about somebody who's been in the business a long time, th- thought they knew what was going on in the market, and then ended up not. So, no, the point uh, here's the point. The oh, point, good. I'm so and glad. I, there's I do. A I think point. it's unreasonable. Do I think, frankly, if if, if somebody asked me, mm-hmm. then I would tell them how to do it. No, I don't walk in a room and go, "Oh, by the way, I know everything about stocks and bonds. You got to do what I say." Your parents who. Actually, he kind of does. But. Trading stocks, I think that is the time to say, no, this is a really a bad idea, and here's why. Yeah. I think that's fair. What you do is you get a basket, and you go around the house collecting all of the electronics, and then you carry <laughs> the TV out, and you go, Mom, Dad, you're back to newspapers. That's it. That's Better than taking the car keys, I all guess. All you no. get's a newspaper, because you can't day trade off a newspaper. Tom and Don are talking real money. Everybody needs help with their money now and again, and if you need more help than we can give in the course of this podcast or show, set up an appointment with one of our advisors for a free, actual meeting with no obligation and no high-pressure sales pitch. Just go to Vestory.com, that's V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com, or call 800-386-3004. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. All right, I was in a good mood, and then during the break, we talked about Tom's new television. Now I'm suffering from screen envy. Well, it is it is a large screen. Mine, mine's only 65. That. Yours is, what, 86? I know. 86 My grandsons love, I know. They loved watching Cars 3 on it last night. You know, that's night, bigger so than my fun. first apartment. 
I think my first apartment was the size was of 86 that. Inches. Eight, from corner to corner, I think it was like 86 <laughs> inches. The hot plate was there. Right. The, no, no. The, the one just, seat was there. It was just like a bed. Oh, I got up. And the, I stayed in a place that was that small once, but never lived in I, one. That's something. I, I was 18. It was New York City. It was all I could afford. Yeah, Shared right, a bathroom yeah. down the hall. I'm, I'm telling you, this was the smallest apartment you've ever seen in your life that today's probably worth one and a half million dollars yeah, or then, something back so. then i rented it for 85 dollars a month a month it was 1974 wow prices okay. were but, but, but I, that was a lot for me when i was working you know making mr michael's soft cosmetic leg wax yeah it, <laughs> i don't want to know any more than that um and and New York was not in a good place in the mid-70s. Oh, either, no. I, I, I actually got chased. in the, I'm 18 years old. I got chased in the subway uh, when I accidentally got off in the Bronx. Oh, that was Oops. a stupid place to get off the subway in 1974. <laughs> anyway, yeah, no hello and welcome back to our show. I'm Don. That's Tom. 855-935-TALK is our telephone number. 855-935-8255. I'm saying it really, really fast because uh, we have just so much stuff to talk about. You, of course. You're what drives what we do. We want to talk with you. That's why we have that 24-hour-a-day, 7-day-a-week phone number. And you can also send questions in at TalkingRealMoney.com. Just click it on the contact form, or you can record them and send them in. So we've got just so many ways to do this. But before the break, we were talking about people who are day trading. And I think in old large people. part, old people are doing it. I think in large part, they're doing it because they're bored in this pandemic. But here's the deal. And I noticed from reading this article that mom and dad in this article, the mom and dad were getting yeah. a little cocky. They were kind of, their confidence was a little on the high side because they'd been to date lucky purely you think? lucky but when we're lucky we would rather attribute that to our intelligence and abilities than to just dumb luck and i think the reason a lot of people have, have done this is fomo right <laughs> yeah yeah it is i mean it is because yeah. they're looking around going well wait a minute i'm home hey, i got time and, and and you know a lot of us have uh fomo for como you know, we're, you, you, you fear, you fear you're going to miss out. That would be I a like great. That. Hey, Rick, 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 Rick. Great promo. <laughs> this is a promo because you're FOMOing for Comoing or something. Ooh, you good. just play yeah. with the, play with the words. I give you the rights to that idea. You don't even have All to right. pay me for it. By the way, if you call, you FOMO, move right to the end of the line for obvious reasons. <laughs> uh, but I, here's my favorite part of the whole thing. Yeah, okay, I'm part funny. One. Yeah. When you when you read the paper or you get online, you read something, and then you decide to buy or sell a stock based on that, you're too late. Number two, uh, <laughs> I, I absolutely love the end of this article because at the end of the article, the reporter asks her mom about a survey that Nielsen sent her about the, she's filling out a survey. Yeah, about I get the those economy. sometimes, and they like give you a couple of bucks yeah. in there too. They yeah. give you like right. brand yeah. new French $2. dollar bills. Yeah, I know. I don't know how they do that, but they do, and. Hmm, I wonder. Anyway, so the they live in Iowa somewhere, and so one of the questions was, is the economy as good as it was before the pandemic? And the mom answers, yes. And the daughter says, Mom, it, it come on. Really? And the mom says, well, I got to say yes so that people are still confident about the economy, so they buy stocks. That pushes stock prices up, so I make more money. 
Mom moves the economy. <laughs> now, yeah. now that hmm. I've heard of overconfidence. Slight. <laughs> that, that takes it to a whole yeah. new level. Mom thinks exactly. her quote is going to move the stock market. Yeah, and it's not. And you're not going to be able to outsmart the market. But what that does say, though, is that uh, people do believe that they can manipulate the market. There is that. That does go on. Where, In fact, back in the, in the old days when I lived in Colorado and I was in the stock business, there were a lot of yeah. firms that did uh, penny stocks. Penny stocks in Colorado were like they went together. Uh, it was like, you know, bad investments in Boca Raton. Colorado and penny stocks. It was the penny stock headquarters. And what they did was a thing called pump and dump. They would pump up these little companies that were, you know, calling all these people, telling them how great it was. And then, of course, even if they didn't buy the stock, they tell a friend and people start buying these penny stocks. And if you take a penny stock and you get the price to two pennies, that's a double. <laughs> You'd get doubled your money, or even just even like that, cents to a dollar. Yeah, right. You doubled your money. Um, so I, I I was reading an article. Where was that article? It was in one of the things I read. It's just one of the news feeds. It was one of the news feeds. I think it was on Flipboard uh, about a guy who 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 loves Bitcoin. He doesn't really say why he loves Bitcoin, but he loves Bitcoin. And he because said, it's a hundred million times better than gold. That's it. He said it was a hundred million times better yeah. than gold. I mean, that takes hyperbole to a whole new level. That's just well, and it upset my wife because I said we're going to get Bitcoin instead of gold. She didn't think that was a great idea, but it's harder to wear. I'll no, 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 no. What you do is you just create a new in-home currency. You call it Tomcoin. It's Tomcoin. Tom hey, honey, spend it anywhere you like. Hope Anybody it does will buy well. It, you know, take it. Yeah, good luck. Well, the reason that I thought about this was because lately Bitcoin is at back, getting back into stupid levels again. Yes, come back. It's like thirteen thousand dollars per thirteen unit, something per unit of ether. Of I'm breathing it right now. This is how it's I so describe. Ready? You want my description of what Bitcoin is? There was, there you go, little Bitcoin. Just blew a little Bitcoin your way. Bitcoin, I'm sorry, you Bitcoinettes. It is nothing. It's nothing. Why are you paying $13,161 for something that does pretty much nothing, except, except is accepted by drug dealers everywhere? Not governments. Um, by the way, if we're wrong about that, feel free to call us, 855-935-TALK. How could we be about wrong about something that's right? Well, I want to hear how we're wrong. But um, here's the part that you might want to read before you run down and start buying Bitcoin. This gentleman says he has $425 million invested in Bitcoin. Did I read that right? Yes, you did. Yeah. Yeah. $425 million. Yeah. I hope he can get it back someday. <laughs> or somebody well, doesn't steal I it, because that's happened, too. I hope he bought most of it at, like, thirteen thousand dollars of bitcoin because um it hasn't been this rich uh since 18 couple years yeah, yeah since okay. 18 when it when it hit nineteen thousand for a while and then plunged and by the way just to put this in perspective in late 2000 i'm sorry late 2017 it hit nineteen thousand dollars by january of 2019 nineteen thousand 
to $3,500. Then it's been kind of climbing and falling and climbing and falling back to $13,000. This is not an investment. This is not a commodity even. It's not even a commodity because can you buy real things with it? Can you go buy a meal with it? Can you go buy a television? Uh, probably not. 855-935-TALK. Tom and Don are talking real money. If you don't have a financial plan, well, sometimes you just need a little help getting started. And we offer that free help to anybody in a meeting with one of our fiduciary advisors. To set one up, just go to Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com, or call 800-386-3004. There's no obligation, no cost, and, I promise, no sales pitch. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Questions? Call us. 855-935-8255. 855-935-TALK. Lines are open for you right now. You can also send those in. Just go to TalkingRealMoney.com. Click the contact form and we'll either answer them on the show or we'll answer them on the podcast of which we do about one every day and we did get Not a question. about we do one every day yeah unless i take a vacation day and then it'll be like six a week or something if i ever do take a vacation day um well how that your math doesn't work there either because i do two a week i do five a week. seven days yeah you said if you take a vacation we'd only do six a week six right yeah if i took a vacation okay. that would be six a week you two stay there and i go right Okay, just thanks, checking. Thanks, Monty. Right. Uh, yeah, I, we had a question that, uh, that that Tom actually handled in person, but it was really kind of a good question. So we thought yeah. we'd do it here. Um, it was about the federal retirement system, and it's a short question. Uh, is it yeah. better to keep my money in the government TSP or move it to someone like Fisher when I retire? Fish, well, setting Fisher? aside the Fisher, yes, Fisher part of it. Because I think the bigger question is, should you just keep the money in the TSP or hire an advisor? And we again, we'd only hire a 100% fiduciary registered investment advisor to manage your money, to build the financial plan, et cetera, et cetera. And the answer is, it depends. <laughs> That's always the answer. <laughs> it always is. And here's the reason why, by the way. If you feel like you have a good understand, and by the way, I have a list of questions that I asked him like how old you are, what's your current asset allocation, because people always tell me, oh, yeah, I know what I'm doing, and then I look and think you're not, um, how much of this money you're going to need in the near term, et cetera, et cetera. So there's some questions there that kind of help me understand you. But here's the here it comes down to this. The TSP, the Thrift Savings Plan, has extremely low costs, very low costs. And by the way, if you call most uh, financial advisors, what are they going to tell you? Yeah, Move it over tomorrow. Oh, get course. that over into an IRA. Let's get that yeah, managed. And, Let's and, get that and, taken care of. And what I mean, literally, I gave the I sent this question over to Tom because they wanted to talk with an advisor. Yeah. So Tom called and literally, we're we're an investment advisory firm, okay? We yep. make money advising people. Tom's answer was it's a great product. It's inexpensive. Yeah, it really is. The question is, can you build the plan? because he has some issues around when to take Social Security and annuity, that kind of thing, to create income. Can you manage the assets correctly if you left it at the TSP? Because he's not as diversified as I would like. He's got most of it in the large cap and then some in a bond fund. 
And then can you create the income you need from, in his case, an annuity, Social Security, and the TSP? If you can do all that, then, yeah, the money should just stay in the TSP, manage it, take it out as you need it, et cetera, et cetera. If you think you need help, by the way, some people may just need a plan written. We write plans for some people, hand them the plan, you go at it. You pay for it. what we do know, yeah, you pay for it. But what we do know is about a third of the work that we do is behavioral. It's keep. It's not only creating the right plan, the right portfolio, it's keeping you to it because 2000 comes along, 2008 comes along, the spring of 2020 comes along, and you say, get my money out or the election, whatever it is, and the honest answer is you should not be moving your money other than rebalancing, selling things that have gone up and buying things that have gone down. That's the decision every person should make as they get closer to retirement. Can you do it on your own? If you can, then, yeah, money stays at the TSP because you'll never beat those costs. They're exceedingly low. But to answer the second half of the question, just because I want to, Mm. do not go to Ken Fisher. Do not go to Ken Fisher. Do not go to Fisher Investments. I mean, really, here's what they do. They do something that we find absolutely abhorrent. They buy individual stocks. They pick stocks. And their fees are about 1.5% per year, which is a little on the high side. Not ridiculous, but it's high. But they pick stocks. And they and you can't get an independently tracked track record of them. Back in the day when you could, when they had a mutual fund, they didn't do very well. But they got rid of the mutual fund because they didn't want people knowing, maybe. 855-935-TALK. Tom and Don are talking real money. Before you end up buying a financial product that you'll regret later, either call us on the podcast or the show, or if you need a little more time, that's why we offer free meetings with our fiduciary advisors at Vestory with no cost, no obligation, and no high-pressure sales pitch, I promise. Just give us a call at 800-386-3004, or better yet, just set up an appointment at Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Holy mackerel. Oh, by the way, 855-935-TALK is our phone number. 855 855- Nine three five eight two five five. During that break, because that'd be fun, I went on Yelp. You know Yelp, the review service. Yes. And I read. You Fisher. ordering a pizza or something? No, I read Fisher Investments is reviewed there. Uh, lots and lots and lots of very well, long. I mean, long. Like people spent some time on these reviews. And I t- tell you, from most recent, there's one that's four stars, then one that's five stars, and then from then on, one star, one star, one star, two stars, one star, one star, one star, one star, two stars, one star, 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 two stars, one star, one star, one star. That's just the first page. Oh my gosh, these reviews are scathing. They're not well. Just they're out there. Bad. They're scathing in terms of, oh, they hate the sales techniques. They say they won't talk to you until you sit down and meet with them in person. They won't even give tell you anything about the company. Uh, they uh, the, the, the performance was substandard. They don't even, you know, they, they, they didn't. They, one guy said they lose three quarters of your money and then give, give you a fee on the one quarter that's left. <laughs> it's like. 
Lovely. Well, that's buying individual stocks, though. That's the kind of volatility you have in individual stocks. And in an all-stock portfolio. That's my other argument. Generally, we I, I know very few people that can take having all of their money in stocks at all. It's just you have to be able to live with an extreme amount of pain because when markets go upside down, you're going to lose a lot. You're going to watch the value. You're not going to lose it. You're going to watch the value of your portfolio decline substantially. Let's put it that way. Man, but I got to tell you, usually you see some good reviews mixed with bads, and that's normal with any business. Mm-hmm. But sure. I'm telling you, the 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 number, and it's not just somebody punching a star. They're writing paragraphs. paragraphs. The problem is with all the promotion they do on radio, television, online, Mailing. newspapers, they'll have 10 new people for every one of those that writes a negative yeah, review. I, I got to tell you, them. I get their mailers. So, won't matter. I know because I, we're, I'm in the marketing business sometimes with our firm. Uh, those mailers have got to cost them seven or eight dollars a mailer. Yeah, a mailer. I don't think they care. Wow. He just keeps on sending them. Holy All God. right, you said you had a tough question. Hit me. Oh, I do. I have a tough okay. one for you. We do have questions that are sent in at talkingrealmoney.com. Okay, pay attention. You may need the break to think this one over. Oh goodness, you you're really making me nervous All now. Right. It's about Social Security survivor benefits. Yes. Hi, Don and Tom. Ooh, I got top billing. Thanks for the consistent and consistently great advice. I have a wow. slightly more complicated, to oh me at God. least, Social Security question that I'm hoping you might know the answer to. My mother and father have a pretty large age difference, 18 years. My father passed away at 82 last year, so upon his passing, his Social Security payments stopped since my mother was 64. He has earned far, he earned far more than she over her lifetime. So ultimately, my understanding is that she will effectively be collecting his total benefit when she does start collecting. My question is: If she waits until seventy to collect, does the eight percent increase you espouse still kick in for a full retirement uh, and age seventy? Uh, since my father was collecting already when he is alive, is the total she can elect just growing at the cost? No. Okay, I understand what the question. Uh, the short answer is no. I didn't think so. Uh, no, but I do believe to collect his in, his in larger, I think she'll have to be her full retirement age. FRA for her. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, but then there's no reason to wait till 70 because that the amount will be either his mm-hmm. or what she would qualify for at that point. And if she's 64, her FRA is 66 and a fraction. Yeah, I'm so she needs to wait. So, yeah. Are you really? Shh. Stop looking at me Look like a that. Day over sixty-three. Okay. I know. I don't. No, feel I mean that's a day, not a hard I, one. I don't feel a day over, except for the aches and the joints. I don't feel a day over forty, but it's the aches. Yeah, and the yeah right. I mean, here's the thing about Social what? Security. Um, yes, if you're married and your benefit is larger than your spouse's, and you pass first, that spouse is entitled to either their own mm-hmm. or yours. They're entitled to I, the larger. Somebody at my house. A relative argued with me about this about five years ago, and I was like, I, what? I do this for a living. What's there to argue about? That they thought they got well, the Well, she smaller... said I was wrong. That, that You don't get that. Yeah, you do. So anyway, uh, and you know who I'm talking about if you're listening. So anyway, the point is, <laughs> yes, you would want <laughs> So don't come back for Thanksgiving because we're getting a really small turkey this year, and there's not enough to go around. Uh, so, this, this, will, this will be the year of the... Uh, the <laughs> I know. The smallest Thanksgivings on record. I know. My wife wants to get the regular stuff and then haul it around to everybody. No, 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 no. 
You start. Who knows if that turkey has a virus? 855-935-TALK is our number. Give us a call. Tom and Don are talking real money. There's a science to managing money. I call it financial physics, and you can get a free copy of my easy-to-read book, Financial Physics, at TalkingRealMoney.com slash free, or there's an interactive version available on Apple iBooks. It's called Financial Physics. That's spelled with an F, and you can get it free at TalkingRealMoney.com slash free or in the Apple Bookstore. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Tom touched right into the segment. Right into it. He's a professional. <laughs> He's a radio professional. Don't try this. Oh, no, you do that, you could just get stepped on. You never know what happens. 855-935-8255 on another one of those days. We just don't understand. Really, we don't understand the dynamics of callers. We always wonder. We get days where it's like, Wow, we are just inundated with calls. We don't get through them all. They're just like hanging on at the end. And then we have like last week and this week. It's been so quiet. So, so quiet. You can hear a pin drop here in the studio. <laughs> all right. Anyway, if, you, if you're tired of the... Tom and Don Silly show. banter. Tom yeah, and Don then show. Call then you have, to be, you have to be somebody who's interrupting it. Give them the number. I did give the number. 855 One more time. Without interruption, please. 855-935. These are dramatic pauses. 8255. Yeah, maybe you're saying it too fast. I, that's what I thought. So I thought I'd slow it down a little. Hey, um, if you're on uh, LinkedIn... Tom, Tom oh, posted. Oh, come on. Tom posted on LinkedIn. I don't do a lot of posting either. He did. By he the posted way. on LinkedIn. Yeah. But it actually is kind of cool. And I know you're not supposed to do this on the radio, but I don't no, care. No. I don't okay. care. I don't care. Last month, September of 2020. Yes. What was the number one rated radio show for listeners over 50 years old? We have to qualify it because we don't have a lot of 18 year olds listening. Th those are still alive 50 plus 50 plus <laughs> yeah all right saturday afternoon. i could say that because i'm in that group we are number not number one am we are number one yeah number one we beat everybody in the market 12 to 12 to 2 p.m in the seattle area i am i you guys thank you so much no i have a great sense i have a terrific sense of gratitude because yeah there's a lot out there you can listen to a lot of other stuff so thank yeah. you. Yeah, we must be doing something right. Truly, but apparently we're we're, we're it's people want to. We've listen. answered every question. We have proven that they want to listen, <laughs> not that they necessarily want to call. And my yeah. theory is that you're a little hard on them. I think you're a little hard. Me? Yeah, I think you're Wait hard. a minute. I think you can be. Come a little on. Tough. You know, it's like all right. You know, it's like oh 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 oh. I can't believe you're doing that. Oh. I was a little grouchy this week, but I thought last Saturday was very kind to people. But okay. Because nobody called. Of course you were kind oh, to people. Oh, that must have been it. <laughs> that was it. Anyway. I'm, see, I am nice to the callers. I am just hard on the people that the callers deal with. They make yeah, me you're, mad. Yeah, you've got a bad rap for that. I do. I have a terrible reputation with the brokerage industry. And you know what? I have this to say to all of you. That was a raspberry. It's a really bad one. You need a that needs to be a little heftier. I know. <laughs> there you, well, you know, that wasn't 
perfect. But oh, okay. that was really, you know, I don't have a wet enough mouth, I think. All right. Now, whoa, I know where we were going. Uh, there, we believe in the academic research. We've always said that we believe in research. And the research on the stock market pretty regularly shows that small companies outperform large company stocks, that stocks in value companies outperform growth companies. And, and one of the biggest value investors of all time is a guy by the name of Warren Buffett. That's how he made most of his money, buying undervalued assets. Bargains. Bargains. However, the past decade has not been kind to value or small cap, really. Uh, it's been a large cap U.S. market over the past 10 years. A large cap U.S. market, unlike the previous 10 years, which was not a large cap U.S. market. And uh, so what's happening is that a lot of people are are sort of going in the towel. Well, you said the word pretty much. It's that pretty much part that, that you know, like pretty much it works. Yeah, pretty much. Most of the time. Then work all the time. Most of the Not time. Most, wait, yeah, wait, wait. Okay, you, yeah. you just did present tense. <laughs> That's a good point. Worked. It yeah. worked all pretty right. much. All, yeah. It, you're right. The devil's in the details. The devil's in the semantics. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And by the way, we are not just small and value investors. We own large growth stocks, too. Sure, sure. It's just most of you do not own small and value. Most of you don't. I mean, because you don't, it's not in your 401k. We just want you up. to have some money in small and value rather than almost all large cap U.S. Yeah. So when someone well-known like Ted Aronson throws in the towel, ten billion, give him back $10 billion from his value shop, his value investing place. I couldn't believe that when I read that. Yeah, he's giving up. But but it was interesting what he said in the article. He goes, and you know, I basically said right after I get out, it's probably going to go straight up. It's just probably going to go straight up. And we do not think you should give up on value. We don't think you should give up on small. We don't think you should give up on international. And by the way, if anything else, I think it's time to buy those things because they haven't performed as well. Yeah. Before you do something dumb, call us at eight five five nine three five talk. Like our only caller for the hour, Judy just did. Hi, Judy. Welcome to Talking Real Hello. Money. Hi. Hello. Thank you for being there. Hello, Judy. Hi. Can you hear us? Hi. Hi. Yes. Can you hear me? Of course. Yes. Okay, good. Well, I need some advice on what to do to preserve $12,500, which is my emergency fund. And I don't want to invest it in stocks, but I was convinced by an Edward Jones representative to invest in a bond fund that's earning about 2.0% or a little less. And what's I'm the name of the bond fund? What's the, Judy, what's the name of the bond fund? Well, I'm not really sure. Let me see. Is it an American fund? Probably... Is it Bond Fund of America? Well, it's, I don't know, it's something that Edward Jones supports. Um, let's see if I can pull it out. That would be a common one oh. for them to use. That's why Don's asking. Bond Fund okay. of America. Yeah, let me just... And yeah, it probably is yielding somewhere around 2%. I'm going to look. Yeah, the Bond Fund bond fund of America is yielding 2%. My guess is that's yep. what they put you into. Um, yes. My, and, and, and let me just tell you a few facts, and this is, I hope this dissuades a lot of people from talking to their friendly neighborhood Edward Jones office because the bond fund of America 
is a how much is a commissioned product. Uh, oh dear! They 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 charge a commission. I'm trying to find the commission because Morning, and what's the expense ratio? Morningstar moved everything around. Uh, the expense ratio, get this, is point six one percent, which is ridiculous. Oh. The front load is three point seven five percent. So, by oh, the way, dear. let me just tell you, when did you buy that? Oh, I don't know. Maybe three months ago. I want to. I had a CD okay. that was so earning three. Basically, what you did was you lost two years of earnings. Oh, two years, two full years of earnings to the broker. Well, did what you? Do I did do he now? give? I have a question first. Let me do this. Let's just let me ask you this. Did he give here, you here. a prospect? Did he give you a prospectus? Oh, I don't know. He just. I'm 77, and he said, you know, this is good for you. Now, it looks like it's a federated HRMS oh. short term. Oh. oh, wait. Okay, different fund. Hold on. Give me that one. Federated HRM. HR- HRMS short term in INCSLAASHS. Okay, so that's a short term bond fund. Um, you know what? Um, can't. I'm going to ask you a huge favor. I don't do this very often because I really want to make sure I've told you the right stuff. But we're running out of time this hour. I only have a few seconds after the break. If you could, please hang on until after the top of the hour. I will do some research and see what I can find. Tom and Don are talking real money. Everybody needs help with their money now and again, and if you need more help than we can give in the course of this podcast or show, set up an appointment with one of our advisors for a free, actual meeting with no obligation and no high-pressure sales pitch. Just go to Vestory.com, that's V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com, or call 800-386-3004. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. I literally only have like 30 seconds left, so we didn't have time to finish Judy during the live show. Well, we did, but it was in the next hour, and the next hour becomes tomorrow's podcast. So this is a two-part podcast, basically. The rest of our answer to Judy on tomorrow's edition of Talking Real Money. Please share the podcast with your friends and neighbors and relatives and everybody you know. Thanks for listening. I'm Don McDonald. That the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately, consistently predict the future. So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That's a wrap.